What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get into the show, we wanted to give you a quick note about ads. So here's the thing. We genuinely, sincerely like all of our sponsors. We are picky about them. Honestly, probably to the point that it's annoying for our ad sales team. We don't and won't partner with products or brands that we wouldn't use ourselves or don't think our audience would benefit from knowing about. Working with advertisers in the way that we do is what allows us to make this show a meaningful part of our lives and hopefully yours too. So when you use the unique links and codes that advertisers provide for us, it has a real impact on our ability to keep doing this. And we are tremendously grateful for it. If you're ever looking for a specific code, head to a thing or two hq.com slash sponsors and you'll find them all. Thank you for supporting us and the brands who support us. It means the most. All right, here's the show. a deep dive into stuff we think more people should know about. I'm Claire Mazer. And I'm Erica Cerullo. If you want more where this came from and want to support us in general, head to a thing or two hq.com and sign up for Secret Menu, which will get weekly access to members-only content. To share your thoughts on this episode or anything at all, leave us a voicemail at 833-632-5463 or DM us on Instagram at a thing or two hq. We have a, like a very themed episode today, which is weird because we usually like to make sure that what the topics we're talking about are really disparate, but we're just talking, it's all travel related. Because we are, you know, dipping our toes back into going places. We are. We've both done it recently. And I will say, I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but it was a real learning curve to remember how to pack when I hadn't done it in so long. Yeah. And like how to book a ticket and how Mm. to like you know, when do you need to get on an air to the airport if you're take if you're like flying internationally or like all oh of those gosh. things? Oh my gosh, I'm all trying not to get things. us off track, but I have thoughts about all of these. I things. mean, listen, I it's had totally hard. forgotten. For example, I can't remember if I told you this that when flying internationally, when you return, when you're like flying home in the international yeah. airport, all those like fancy privileges you have, like TSA pre-check don't mean shit because yes. <laughs> Charles de Gaulle is like, we've t- pre-check never heard of her. Like, <laughs> and I was like, oh fuck, we should have gotten here earlier. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. Things where you're just like, I haven't done this in so long. I totally forgot. Okay. Related to this, we are mm-hmm. going to do an episode in a few weeks around how we plan travel and mm-hmm. how we think about it and all of our weird like Google searching tactics for finding yeah. cute hotels. And if you have thoughts, questions, feelings, things yes. you want us to talk about, please. Or things to contribute, you know, yes. tips, your own hot tips. Please leave us a voicemail, 833-632-5463. 
DM us, mm-hmm. email us, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Something people ask us about and that you have yeah. like plenty of thoughts on is uh-huh. what is it like traveling with Cam? And I don't really have any besides the one that I think everybody gives, which is melatonin to help them sleep, to deal with jet lag. I don't really think I have any others that are that applicable to other people's lives. And also because every toddler is different and every toddler is a different person from day to day, hour to hour. Like, yeah, it was, like day to day feels yeah, generous. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> you know, meal to meal, they're a different person. But yeah. I mostly just came here to report that I thought it was great. And I was yeah. so nervous about it. I, w- I wasn't initially nervous about it that I just booked the tickets. I didn't think twice about it. I was so excited to be booking our first big trip. We went to Paris for a bit and then we went to Provence and we visited our friends, Jamie and Kevin and their daughter, Eloise. I was just like, oh, we're doing this. And I think I also didn't think twice because my family always did this. Like they, would, my parents would drag us along and I never loved it, but I think that's like a topic for a different podcast. I think it's also very hard to love your family vacations, yeah. no matter what they are. I mean, it, at least at certain ages, it's just yes. impossible not to be a brat, just like an totally. utter brat about totally. all of it. And to not be just like so fucking sad that you're missing someone's birthday slumber that party. That was my thing. I was like, that was always it. I was like, I'm missing everything as if I had that many friends. Like, I well, just, and, and as if like there wasn't going to be another slumber party when you got home. Like duh. it just, I, yeah, but it well, really does feel like. And it just felt like, very lonely. Uh, like if you don't, unless you're like BFF with your sibling, you're just like, I'm stuck in the back of this car looking at like 20,000 museums. I'm so bored. So I booked these tickets fully ready to make my son suffer the same indignities, but <laughs> I was, and didn't think twice about it. And then, and then a month or two before, maybe like a couple months before I had this moment, I had one of those things where you lie in bed and can't fall asleep. So every anxiety just looms over your head. And the anxiety that I got really focused on was what the fuck did I just do? Like I booked a ticket for te- a trip for 10 days with our three-year-old this is insane. I was like, there's going to be no breaks and we're going to be in a different country in a different time zone. And I just, I was freaking out. It took everything in me not to wake Chris up and be like, we got to cancel this. I commend you for not waking him up. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm certain he does too. Yeah. <laughs> but I told him and he sort of laughed and he was like, yeah, I guess we'll find out. And then like started telling other people. And I remember nobody was like, it's going to be fine. Everybody was like, yeah, you'll find out what it's like, we'll I guess. <laughs> yeah. And so I was just fully like, all right, this is, it is going to be what it is and it'll be fine. And I think I just like managed my expectations, but it was so delightful and I loved having him there. And I'm sure there will be another trip where he's a jerk and and I'm like, I never want to travel with him again, but at three years and five months or whatever he was on this trip. And however many days, because I think that's important. (laughs) That is important. I just, I like what I said to you is I was like, he was a toddler. So he was still a nightmare at some points, but he wasn't like a different toddler in France than he was in the U S and we had a lot of fun. I think my other, so we took a 6 30 PM flight to France. And in that sense, I think there wasn't that much change for him. He normally goes to bed at 7.30. So he was sort of going to bed at the same time on the flight. It was like less sleep than he would normally get. The melatonin sort of helped make sure he got to sleep. So you gave him melatonin. Okay, so this is two tips here, Claire, I would say. Yeah. I would say it's book a bedtime flight that takes off around bedtime. Yes, if you're going to Europe or somewhere where this makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then give melatonin when- Yeah, I gave the melatonin like about a half hour before we got on the flight. It didn't kick in as quickly as I would have liked. I think he was pretty jazzed about just like being on the plane and, you know, it was fairly exciting, and all of that, yeah. as it was for all of right. us. Yeah, but he did, you know, fall asleep eventually and slept for I think a decent amount of time. 
And then when we got there, we landed around like 8 a.m. or something and we all just sort of powered through. But I do think something that was really key was that we had a stroller. And so he Mm -hmm. could nap whenever he wanted. And I have to say, I'm going to be so sad when he's too old to have a stroller. And I'm probably going to still carry it around pretending it's for him, but it'll really just be for our shopping bags. Because between him being able to nap in it and us being able to put all the schleppy stuff in it, the stroller was the MVP of this trip. So I just, I, I, he's at the age now where I'm not super regimented about what time he needs to nap. And I certainly didn't want to plan the few days, you know, that I had in Paris around his nap. So I was just like, we would leave the, the Airbnb every day with the stroller and everything. And it was just like- And you, coats and changes of clothes and a exactly. portable toilet. And a, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he, he was great. We gave him melatonin again the first night we were in Paris to okay. sort of like- force him getting on the right sleep schedule of like now is nighttime now is when you will sleep. And after that, he was honestly kind of great. The other thing I did, which like I had mixed feelings about, but I think this helped make our trip successful was he didn't really get any screen time all day until dinner time. And then Chris and I would sit and have a lovely dinner and Cam would sit beside us with the iPad at dinner. And it was great because Chris and I got to have time, just the two of us to talk and enjoy each other. And we got to enjoy nice dinners. I felt bad for the other people at the restaurant who like had to look over and see this kid with like an iPad in his face. I just think it kills the vibe a little bit. Oh yeah, I I almost thought the headphones made it worse. They're like giant turquoise headphones. It's just like not a cute scene. <laughs> but it was fun. I mean, I, I do think that like Paris in particular makes exactly escalates that feeling in and a way French that people, being other, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, mythology yeah. of French parenting and how yes, they would yeah. absolutely never. I just felt like super a French out parent of place. was never a would French never. parent would absolutely never, and we would definitely never. got looks. We also, I will say, you know, we went to visit our friends Jamie and Kevin, who have a daughter who's two weeks younger than Cam, and so there were he had these moments of having social interaction, which I think made a really big difference for totally by coincidence. His best friend's family was also vacationing in Paris at the same time. So we saw them. I think him having social interaction with kids his age on the trip was huge. Because if I recall, his recap of the trip was that Mm -hmm. his favorite moment was seeing his bestie. Yeah, it was playing with Sam. I think it also just helped with some of my guilt around feeling like we just dragged you on this trip and didn't plan anything age appropriate. Like for you. There was this episode of like Ted Lasso, which you can have like a million feelings about all are fair. <laughs> but there's this episode of Ted Lasso where Roy Kent, the like sort of mm-hmm. like mm, grizzly, mm-hmm. like crotchety soccer star, he's like spending time with his niece. And like basically like the less, the takeaway is that like kids just want to do what they're, what they're like grownups are doing. And like he like takes his niece to his like chiropractor appointment or like whatever <laughs> it is. And she's like so fucking psyched to just be like included in that way. And I think that there is like some of that. definitely a lot of that. I mean, Cam loves coming on vacation with us because he loves getting our undivided attention. And that's like when he gets it. And yeah, I, uh, this is all a really long-winded way of saying, I totally think it's worth it to take your toddler with you. I'm also a very big believer in taking vacations without your kids, but I didn't hate it. I loved it. I also, Cam remembered so much of it, which, you know, and he won't for his entire life. Yeah, yeah, He said something to me, a week after we'd returned, he was like, yeah. And then on the train from Paris to Provence, and I was like, what? Excuse me? <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. And it just felt like he wrapped his head around. He he understood what was happening. We're in a different country. They the language speak is a different, different language. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They huh. have a lot of chocolate croissants here. That was the other thing I'll say. Like any, 
any sense of trying to, you know, have him eat healthy or do certain things. Get a vegetable have, in yeah. or like whatever. Yeah. I, I put a lot of that out the window in the spirit of like, let's well, all just you know enjoy what, our vacation. Claire, as we all do, it's vacation. Yeah. yeah. Do you know that yeah. podcast we both listen to sometimes and that we've been on called The Best Advice Show? Yes. So this is like a seven minute show, like five to 10 minute it's show great. where people it's call like, in and give really quick pieces of advice. And today's, the woman's advice was to like basically use your vacation mentality at all times. And like her specific vacation mentality was like on vacation, I just asked myself, what do I want to do right now? And I do that thing. And she was like, and I really try hard to bring that into non-vacation mm. life as well. But I I don't know how good I am at that specific thing because there's always 20 things I want to do. But I did love the idea of being like, if it doesn't matter on vacation, why does it matter that much in real uh -huh. life? You know, uh -huh. and like uh -huh. maybe we could all use a little bit of that, especially totally. around parenting. Yeah, no, I love this. Yeah. This is great. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Erica, you and I for years have been talking about burnout and the idea of like taking time off and how to make that time off restorative and doing it in a deliberate way. And we were recently talking to somebody who I think it's fair to say was burnt out and sort of wanted our thoughts on like how we had made a sort of career transition and done all of that. And it wasn't until I was answering a question from her that I think I fully grasped that I at least had felt burnout for so long before I actually came to terms with it, which I think is probably characteristic of a lot of people's burnout where you're just like going and going and going and it's kind of almost like too far gone by the time you realize. Totally. You're that, like, this job just sucks. Let me just yeah. get through this week or this day or whatever. Exactly. <laughs> the, the One of the telltale signs when I think back on it is how often I would fantasize about just like being underwater all the time, <laughs> like constantly. Anyway, mm. I do think that this is one of these things, like if I'd been in a more active therapy setting at that time, just like talking to somebody regularly, even if it was just over text, it's, it would probably have become obvious sooner. And I probably could have avoided some of the pitfalls of it. Because I just think when you have that conversation in place, you can start to acknowledge things and you can't deal with burnout until you acknowledge it. Life can be overwhelming and many people are burned out without even realizing it. Symptoms can include lack of motivation, feeling helpless or trapped, detachment, fatigue, and more. We associate burnout with work, but that's not the only cause. Any of our roles in life can lead to us feeling burnt out. And BetterHelp Online Therapy wants to remind you to prioritize yourself. Talking with someone can help you figure out what's causing stress in your life. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and a thing or two listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash a thing or two. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash a thing or two. Thank you so much to Best Fiends for sponsoring today's episode. I find it completely inspiring. Um, we have an acquaintance who like rewards pretty much every small task she does throughout the day with like some sort of like mini prize, whether that's like a cookie or like a, like a YouTube video or whatever, 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 which I just think is just like, yes, a really good way to live. Like you emailed your doctor, congrats, you get a prize. Like Love this that. just feels, yeah. That's what adulthood feels, is all about, really. Exactly, exactly. We don't have to like, and it's like, it is nice to feel like you are getting a reward sometimes for the behavior, not just like getting a cookie because you want a cookie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, agree completely. I think uh, great productivity tactic. I do think also uh, like mobile games, phone games, little online games, huge, huge for this tactic. 
Best Fiends is a free-to-download mobile puzzle game with thousands of exciting levels for new adventures and challenges every time you play. There are dozens of unique fiends to collect, so you can customize your team of fiends to defeat menacing slugs. Power up your favorite fiends to new levels for even more powerful skills and watch them transform as they get stronger. With offline play, you'll never be stranded without fun, even if you lose your internet connection. Brand new events and challenges pop up all year round, so you've always got a chance to earn exclusive in-game items, characters, and rewards. You've earned your fun time. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download the best fiends for free. Plus, earn more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level five. That's friends without the R, best fiends. Hi, I'm Bethany. And I'm Anthony Garcia. And this is the Garcia Diaries Unfiltered. In this day and age of filters and heavy editing, we believe in sharing the real and raw parts of marriage, parenthood, and real freaking life that often get filtered over. Every week, we share next level, real life confessions from our audience. You'll either feel seen, highly entertained, or maybe even both. Come hang with us and catch a new episode every Friday. Make sure to follow so you don't miss a single confession. I do have one other thing to say to, because I just want to be honest Please. about and bare bones about all this. The jet lag on the other side when we came home was brutal. And the week, like it was bad. It would have been bad regardless. But when you're jet lagged and then your jet lagged kid is waking up at 4 a.m. and waking you up, it's awful. And I, Chris and I were zombies for a full week on the other side. But better that than being zombies in Paris. So um, was there anything that helped aside from consuming caffeine? For yeah, that? just no, caffeine. No. I was pretty miserable. I was like, it was yeah. a vacation come down, lack of sleep. Yeah, no, I have no no tips for that. Great. My only real tips are, you know, lean on stroller, melatonin, and enjoy your kid. I have a dumb stroller question. Mm-hmm. How long can he viably be in a stroller? Or at least how long could you push around a stroller and people wouldn't think it's weird? Oh, like how old? Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, Age. We saw another set of friends while we were there who had their, I want to say, six-year-old son. And he, they still had a stroller and I was so excited okay. to see it. I was like, you guys, you can still have a <laughs> yes. stroller at six. And they were like, we honestly brought it like largely just for bags. Um, but it was like a shitty umbrella okay. stroller. And they were like, we had, we had gotten rid of his other stroller. And then we were like, no, we need to bring one on vacation also for him so he can nap or whatever. It's just like nice actually for a kid to have yeah, place to sit kids when they get tired of walking that or whatever. That, that, is, yeah, that was another course. huge thing. Short, Short little legs. legs. And I love yeah, to walk yeah. a lot. So I don't know. I feel like yeah. him maybe... Maybe like when he's 16, you know, he can maybe yeah. stop having a The same time he gets rid of a car seat, right? <laughs> Kids do have to use do boosters. car seats until they're yeah. like 23 now. It's crazy. I think until you get your driver's <laughs> permit, you have to be in one. I think so too. So same goes for strollers. I love yeah. it. Anyway, strollers, melatonin, and uh, if you can see other kids on your trip, that's great too. And an evening, evening flight, flight. yes. If you're going and, that way. And an evening flight closest to their bedtime, I think was huge. I think if we had taken like a 10.30 p.m. flight or something, that could have been rough. But it did inspire me. I was like, am I going to try a red eye on the way back from California sometime with him? Maybe that's mm. insane. I don't know. Okay, the mm-hmm. other thing we wanted to dig into on this episode was how to mm-hmm. pack because as we mentioned, we have forgotten, maybe others have as well. And I feel like this was these episode notes. I'm like, do I just copy paste these into like a yes. note on my phone? It's actually yeah. very so good. I can keep I them around. I do this very dumb thing where I start a new packing note every time in my phone that I pack. And mm-hmm. I know I should just keep it as a checklist for every time. Like but a just, living, like yes, a living document. but document. it feels like I have a different need every time. I also just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge and thank you for letting me be part of this conversation despite being a notoriously bad packer. 
because I do think that I'm pretty good at packing. I think if you remove clothes from the equation, I'm a decent packer. Totally. I I agree with that. I think you're a good packer, except when it comes to clothes and except when it comes to like your weird vision (laughs) of what being somewhere else is. And anxieties around not having what I need and all of that. And I think it's also helpful to have multiple perspectives Mm -hmm. on this because I also saw some of your notes and I was like, I, that is not why I would do that way at all. That is fascinating. Yeah. I feel like there are learnings. Okay. So Mm -hmm. we need to start with what do we always pack? I'm currently wearing one of the things I always pack, which are the Birkenstock Mm -hmm. EVAs, like the rubber, the whatever. I will also say specifically, first of all, you should Mm -hmm. own these shoes. These are amazing Mm -hmm. shoes. These are just perfect shoes for like how shoes wearing around the, like Mm -hmm. gym shoes, like whatever. They're the rubbery Birkenstocks that are in like all the classic styles, but they're like a light, a very light plastic. So light, Mm -hmm. so incredibly light, so ridiculously light. If you don't have a pair yet, I would recommend the Madrids, mm-hmm. which are the like yeah. one strap ones, because those, yeah, those are really flat. to like absolutely yes. nothing. Those are very absolutely petite. nothing, but are like great as a beach shoe. But and I all do of that think too. in general, it's so important to have a shoe that slips on and off that like, whether it's a clog, mm-hmm. a slide sandal, whatever, you need that sort of like house shoe equivalent for when you just need to run down to the hotel lobby or run out or whatever. And you're not putting on real. Or like the pool yes. at a, a place you're staying or like the beach or like you just, it, you don't really know. What's you don't know. Up. You don't um, know. I do think a slip on. And you don't want to be putting on a exactly or a, like a strappy sandal or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. With a workout pants I, or whatever. You know, Amy Smilovic, who's the Tibby designer is really, she, she goes hard on Instagram at like sort of like dressing as life philosophy and like teaching people how to dress mm-hmm. and, 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 she does a lot of educational fashion content. And she posted this thing the other day about how like the thing that people always forget when they're packing is to pack for the tweens, which is the in-between time, which I was like, yes, Yes. this is something I feel really strongly about. And I think that like the Birkenstock EVAs are a tween shoe. That's like the shoe where you're like- Absolutely. It's in between breakfast and getting, or it's in between like waking up and leaving the hotel. It's in between coming home from the hotel and getting into your pajamas. It's just that stuff where you're like, I'm in between this moment. And I think you also need need clothes tween for clothes. that. You need Absolutely. tween clothes. So for me, like it's always those, the outdoor voices, jogger pants. Sometimes same, I have something same else, Claire. but same, it, same. it's so small. It's such a thin material, but it's like, and you can fly in those and yes. not feel like totally schlubby. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And then I also feel like one of my, I will never go anywhere without it is a chambray shirt, which can be lots of things, but it can also be a tween shirt. Like it's yes. the thing you can just, I mean, you can throw it on over a sports bra if you're like running down to the gym or whatever. I, so I just feel really strongly, do not forget the tweens packing. That's your EVA sandal. That's your outdoor voices jogger. That's your chambray. Even like, I don't know, pajamas that can double as as a tween thing is fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. a little like, like a, I don't like a nightgown or something that yes. doesn't feel like so pajama mm-hmm. The thing that we bring, that we always bring that I end up using it less as clothing now and then I'll use it as like a beach sarong is mm-hmm. a conga, mm-hmm. which is like that really thin, like wrap fabric. Thomas's mom is a Swahili professor. So there mm-hmm. are like hundreds of congas <laughs> in their house and mm-hmm. he does have, you know, 10 congas in our house. But it's it can so be like a beach towel too. Like, that's the yeah. thing. It's like, you know, it's like, if you're walking around and you decide you want to pick up lunch and then you mm-hmm. want to sit in a park and you can just like have this with you, mm-hmm. it's just so nice on a vacation yeah. to feel that freedom of being like, yes. I can sit anywhere totally really? right now. That's huge. Absolutely huge. This is how I feel about a light scarf. I have one from Antiodi that's just like a really thin, but actually warm material. But I 
bring it no matter what time of year. And I screwed up because I'm out of practice. And I didn't bring it to France because it was like, it's spring. I don't need a scarf. And then one Wrong. night it was really cold and I really wished I had it. And I was like, this was a huge mistake. I also typically keep it in my carry-on because it's the type of thing where A, planes get cold, but B, I like to sleep on the tray table. I don't want to put my face on the tray mm. table. So I'll put the scarf mm -hmm. down and then put mm -hmm. my face on that. You know, just, I think, I think scarves are, are like a thin scarf-like object. And I totally. don't mean, I mean a wrap. I don't mean a scarf. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. The thing I sleep on on a tray table, if it's winter, mm -hmm. is the Patagonia down sweater yes. hoodie, which we've talked about a lot on, the, like we've talked about on a thingies episode. Mm -hmm. It is the perfect zip down hoodie and you can roll the thing up so that mm -hmm. it lives in the hood, which makes it a great pillow. It is, it is an always pack for sure. Always pack. Not in the, maybe not in the dead of summer, but it's a great, useful piece. My dead of summer pack is the Patagonia Houdini, which mm -hmm. is their like paper thin rain jacket. Mm -hmm. It folds up to like, I'm trying to think of what size, like tennis ball. Like mm. it's just really small, really mm -hmm. thin. What color do you have? White? I have black, but okay. white, the white's cute. The white's thought, very cute. I thought you had white for some reason. I do. I don't have one of these and I do feel like maybe I should. I tell you what, I the first time I experienced the wonder of this was mm -hmm. with my friend Adam at the Minnesota State Fair and he used to work at Patagonia and mm -hmm. we like got caught in this downpour mm -hmm. and in his backpack, he just like keeps Houdinis and he's like, you guys want one? You want one? You want to borrow <laughs> one? You want to borrow one? Yeah. And it was like, wait, what? This is yeah. like an amazing victory. That is kind of great. Okay. And if you end up at a place where... I mean, this is like a little bit more specific, but if you end up at like a music festival or something outdoors or whatever, mm -hmm. where like you're not going to walk around with an umbrella all day because yeah. it's drizzling, this is an answer to that For question sure. too. I I do I do think rain gear is one of those annoying things where you're like, am I going to pack it? And this is a good solution to that. I do like yes. the sedge green too. It's sort of like an army green. $99 feels worth the investment. Yeah, they're real. They're like, and you know, Patagonia will repair that thing if it ever yeah. gets a tear or anything like that. If it's a flight where I know I'm going to sleep, or like half to sleep, then mm -hmm. I bring the Muji plain pillow, which you and it's I both great, have. Yeah, it's a great plain pillow. It's filled with those little like foamy beads, like mm -hmm. a bean bag is basically. Well, and you just can just strap it. it. It's got a little buckle, so you can just strap it to the outside of your luggage so it never is, feels like it's taking up coveted space inside your luggage, which I think is the really important thing for me. Yeah, totally. It becomes like one with your carry-on, yeah. which is, yeah, which is, which is great. The other thing that I just never regret bringing and always regret if I don't is an extra tote. Same, Claire. And like at minimum a bagu, which especially in France, like just carrying that around because I was, we were just buying so much random stuff. The things you have with you when you're walking around at home are the things you should have with you when you're walking around on vacation. Yes. Like it's not different. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Totally. Um, totally. Yeah. No matter what the vacation, beach vacation, it's obvious you're going to need 20 different totes, but any type of vacation, I think you need it. I think that's right. I only travel with a Kindle. I never travel with books. I um, wish I could say the same. I always carry a book and I never read it. And it's so dumb. It's, there's no excuse. I just- I mean, except that I prefer a book over a Kindle, but- Totally. I mean, yeah. I love a book, but mm -hmm. I just, I hate lugging around a book. I find yeah. it to be so miserable. I mean, as a parent traveling with a child, yeah. it was just a truly like dumb mission to have brought it. But I, I brought a book and I didn't crack it open once. It was very dumb. The thing that I lug with me that I always feel like is this dumb, but has like really proven not to be is a yoga mat. And like I, we went to Italy for two weeks and we're like lugging ski gear and lugging like various things. And it felt like 
if I'm going to like, I should like trim something out of this packing Mm -hmm. and is it going to be this yoga mat? But the thing is, it really doesn't take up that much space when it all comes down to it. If you fold it tight and small, I have Mm -hmm. this Jade Yoga Voyager natural rubber yoga mat, which is just like the super thin version of the thing I use every day. And if I can like do 12 minutes of yoga or whatever after walking around a city, I just feel better. Yeah. And like trying to do any of that stuff on like a towel or whatever is like an awful experience. No. Absolutely terrible. Do you bring like alt purses? Great question. I do usually bring a clutch. I do. I just, it it feels like this sort of like emergency, like maybe this is crazy, but who knows? Who knows what will happen? Well, it's also one of those things that I just feel like if you get, if you have the right thing, it doesn't actually take up space. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. we have, I have this amazing OAD, like super flat clutch. They don't make it anymore, which I am like very sad to share. But Claire V makes a lot of these that are flat. Lizzie As Fortunato well. also used to do really good flat clutches and doesn't anymore. I know. I, yeah, no. I, I love yeah. a flat clutch. I agree. I agree. Especially for packing. I agree completely. The other nice thing about something like a good one of those is it can be something that you just then just throw in your larger purse and it doesn't feel like a whole thing. I also, if I'm taking a long flight, do wear compression socks you on do. the plane. I should, but I don't. I just gave all mine away to a pregnant friend. Cause I, I mean, that, yeah, fair, 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 fair. <laughs> I, I just, it's one of those things where I'm just like, this feels like a lot of work, but I should. You know, if you're on a plane for six, for like six hours more, it really does feel worth it. And I know people who have like increased risk of blood clots from things. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it just feels like this is something we can all do. That's like not actually that hard. And it also helps with swelling. I mean, that's a really compelling, you know, not dying from blood clots is is pretty compelling, but not being swollen and puffy when you get off the plane, that's huge. That, it, it actually <laughs> does make a difference. Your feet yeah. just don't feel like lead, yes. which the older I get, the more you're just like, oh, 100%. the effects of the travel are yeah. so much more. Yeah. Thank you so much to Papaya Reusables for sponsoring today's episode. We've just been like coming up with new new uses for Papaya Reusables left and right. You have. I feel like wow. I just, well, it's pollen. It's like such pollen season right now mm-hmm. and allergy season. And it's just like all over like everything, everywhere. And we have a little patio and obviously our like everything's just covered in it. And it just all needs to be like wiped, wiped down. down. But mm-hmm. yeah. And like, you know, just getting that stuff wet makes it like go away. And this just makes it feel like such less of a thing to do for whatever reason. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. That's a genius use for it. And all the little papyrus wools are so cute and feel like they are so springy and festive and outdoorsy. They like want this job. They're like, put me in coach. (laughs) They dressed for the job they wanted for sure. That's it. One papaya reusables towel replaces 17 rolls of disposable paper towels, not 17 sheets, 17 rolls. Papaya reusables are incredibly absorbent, all natural, dishwasher safe, and 100% compostable. Also incredibly cute. These patterns are just a darling. Once you get it wet, the material becomes super soft and sort of feels like a paper towel, rag, and sponge had a baby. They don't get smelly or mildewy, and when they start to get too dirty to use, you can just throw them in the dishwasher. Each paper towel has a hole in the top left corner and comes with these cute little hooks, so after you use them to clean, you just rinse them out in the sink and hang them back up to dry, which I love the little hook thing. It feels key. These reusable paper towels are quick drying, so they do not have that mildew smell, and they're incredibly absorbent and reusable. Use the code THINGER220 and get 20% off your first order at papayareusables.com. That's papayareusables.com. Again, the code THINGER220 will get you 20% off your first order at papayareusables.com. 
Thank you so much to ZocDoc for sponsoring today's episode. Erica, you were just telling me about a friend who uh, gives herself lots of rewards, including like when she calls the doctor and she feels like she needs to reward herself for doing this task. And my first thought was like, my God, I hate that that feels like such (laughs) an arduous task that you need a cookie afterwards. And I have to say that ZocDoc really doesn't make it feel that way because it's truly just like opening up this app on your phone, setting some parameters and making it happen, picking the doctor who seems most appealing, whether by reviews or zip code or availability or all three. It's just a really nice and easy experience that makes all of the other mental and logistical hurdles of going to the doctor seem, you know, sort of not that big of a deal. Not that big of a deal. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Just download the free ZocDoc app at ZocDoc.com slash a thing or two for the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors to take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and are available when you need them. Never wait on hold with the receptionist again. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Find the doctor that's right for you. Book an appointment that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time time slot and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit. And just like that, you're booked. Go to ZocDoc.com slash a thing or two and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash a thing or two. ZocDoc.com slash a thing or two. I just saw something in my notes and I just feel like it's an important thing that I, I want to circle us back to my strong please, case for please. the chambray shirt. Great swim cover up. So totally, totally. I just don't leave your chambray at home, folks. Swim cover up, extra layer of warmth, who, all these things. Co- wrap around your waist to cover up a stain. Who knows? No, I, that was one of the yeah. things that I saw in your notes that I was like, yeah, totally. I hadn't <laughs> thought of that. Hadn't <laughs> thought of it. Different you just cases. never know. It's a, totally. tween, it's a tweens uh, item. It's everything. It's everything. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about what we always keep packed? Yes. Yes. Well, and this is one of these things where I had to kind of like redo all of that for recently because I hadn't done it in so long, which took a lot of time. How do you deal with toiletries? I still don't feel like I've nailed it, but the thing I've been doing for probably the last five years is I have like three different small toiletry pouches Mm -hmm, rather mm -hmm. than one giant thing because I just need a lot of toiletries. But it's like, I have the small one that's just... A glasses and contacts, which I, okay. that I really like having separate. And then I have the one that is nominally sort of like morning and nighttime skincare routine. Okay. And then I have one that is just everything else. It's like toothpaste. It's all the little hair packets. It's hair product. It's just all the random crap, you know, okay. I should probably clean it out more, but it's also the biggest one. It's like, mo- I, God knows what it is. Body okay. moisturizer and stuff like that. I I don't think these are comps to your three, but I have three bags. Okay. I have a make the makeup bag. Oh yeah, sorry. Of which so that's are, four. I also yeah. have a makeup. So oh my god, I have four. That's a lot. But you have glasses, and I don't have glasses. Okay, yes. Okay, so I have three different bags. I have makeup bag that I basically mm-hmm. keep packed with the things that I wear every day. That beautiful neoprene you, Mac gift with purchase bag. Right. Of so which you keep you are that packed jealous. even in your. Bathroom. It even is, in my bathroom. Right. It is really good. I, I forgot about that. I'm really jealous. <laughs> I keep it packed even in my bathroom because that's what I use most of the time. And sometimes okay. random things that will end up in there, like a lipstick that, you know, then I mm-hmm. will like take it out before I travel. Then I have a little zip bag of things that are like dry goods that are like a shitty razor that I travel mm-hmm. with, floss, band-aids, yeah. 
what else, like hair ties, Q-tips. Yes, this is sort of my everything one, but not everything in it is dry. Yeah. And then I have the third, just like Ziploc bag mm-hmm. of shampoo, like hair and, and okay. face and body and whatever, the rest of the stuff. I take product samples with me on short trips, mm-hmm. but then I was reminded to bring my real stuff that I like like and use every day on longer trips. Cause like mm-hmm. if my, like if it's a weekend thing and I'm like, oh, this conditioner is kind of like gross or doesn't yeah. work or like whatever, it's not a big thing. But if you're on a legit trip or vacation and you yeah. like your hair feels gross or it's you just like don't like how it looks in photos or whatever, it's like legitimately yes. a bummer. Yes, completely. So I, I had to remind myself of that. I always have to have the really big, like serious talk with myself of, are you going to wash your hair on this trip? Which is also sometimes I just don't know because it's, I don't know if it's going to rain. My hair's going to get all messed up and I need to uh-huh, redo it uh-huh, completely. Uh-huh. But the thing is the packets are rarely enough because my hair is so thick. So I do bring them on the, like you said, on a weekend trip, just as like a backup as a maybe whatever. When you like might, but probably not. Right. But otherwise I have to like fill up those little travel size you know, containers that you get at the drugstore. And I did it for this most recent trip and never used them and was so annoyed that I'd taken the time and space on it. But now they're they're ready for the next time. But yeah. That process continues to be terrible. Like Awful. I just I just can't believe that we haven't progressed as a culture further <laughs> than the little I travel agree. containers we have to fill up. And I've tried the silicone ones and I've tried the this ones. Yeah. And, you know, I tried just buying the sample size or like the smaller yeah. mini versions yeah. of the things I use and refilling those. None of it's great. None of it's And good. like it's all every awful. single fucking time my shampoo explodes, get, explodes mm-hmm. all over everything else. And yes. I'm rinsing out Ziploc bags. Yes. And like- It's awful. It's just, I, I just, yeah. It's there's truly no my most dreaded. It's my most dreaded part of packing. And it is the same. Thing that I, I like do takes, it last. And it is the thing that I think takes so long. Like it could take me an hour just to do my toiletries if I haven't pre-packed well, I think. Interesting. I mean, I don't think it really takes an hour, but yeah, I, probably I think probably when you factor in the procrastination and the mental anguish, there's about an hour there of uh-huh, empty. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I do also do, this is like sort of toiletry adjacent. I will do a carry-on pouch that is left pre-packed. The best way that I can think to describe it is it's like stuff that like mostly falls into the bedside comforts category, which famously was also a label for my hospital bag when I gave birth was I had a Ziploc labeled bedside comforts. And friends, it includes <laughs> any old thing you wanted to include. It's a broad sweeping category. Well, in this case, the bedside comforts pouch has like vitamins, tissues, an eye mask, a travel size deodorant, some like basic meds, like Advil and tra- travel size pouch stuff. I can't, I should, I should have looked before this to see what, oh, like, yeah, I don't know. It just got that random stuff, probably some band-aids, stuff that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. like wipes, you know? It's just the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, kind yeah. of stuff that if that you might get if you're traveling in business class and they give you a fancy like, you know, comforts kit or whatever. If they, right, their bedside comforts. <laughs> yeah, totally, exactly. totally, totally. This was a nice reminder about something that Laura Stiles brought up on a recent episode, which is mm-hmm. like travel with your medicines. Yes. And the three things I always make sure I have are Advil, like for duh mm-hmm. reasons. Zycam, because yes. I at some oh, point- Zycam is in that bedside comforts bag for sure. And allergy medicine, mm-hmm. if you ever get allergies Ugh. anywhere, I- like I, when we were in Seville, like, I don't know, five years ago or whatever, mm-hmm. I had terrible allergies from something mm. that I, you know, that I don't experience allergies around in right. New York. And that was a like nice reminder of being like, right, make sure you have this. And then some digestive thing like Pepto-Bismol or whatever, because again, you don't know. 
Oh my gosh. I, yes, Tums, which like I never take regularly, but it's that sort of thing that when you have it, you don't want to have to be running out to, or like waiting or trying to figure out where you can find it. It is a very annoying thing where you're like, I'm going to carry these meds that I don't take regularly, but God, I don't want to be without them if I need them. That's the thing. The things that I pack that feel like a bit of, that fall into like bedside comforts category mm-hmm. are a folding fan, like a paper That's fan. Because it's like, if you're, you know, you just like don't know what yeah. <laughs> what that situation is yeah. going to be. Extra face masks, mm-hmm. of course. And like, just keep those packed in my carry-on That's because smart. I don't want to have to worry yeah. about that. And then Axo makes this travel lint brush mm-hmm. that like has a little cover on it. It is mm. just great. I keep a travel lint roller because, yes, always. totally, totally. Always and then, the, you know, the nice thing about the brush is it never runs out. So you yes, don't think right. about it. My other game changing thing that I keep pre packed that has been huge for me is a cords pouch or just like an electronics pouch. Yes. That's all the chargers, two types of headphones, the kind that plug into my phone and then the kind that plug into the airplane thing. Cause obviously Apple made it so that now we need both the Apple Watch charger, the Kindle charger, international converters. It's just one of those things that's awful to collect. And one of my biggest travel pet peeves is coming home, getting into bed after a long flight and realizing that you have to go fish your phone charger out of your bag. So I just, I'm nearly 40. I now have multiple phone chargers and one never leaves this travel pouch. And it's been a game changer. Just have that one fucking charger. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Thomas has one charger and I have one charger. In your entire house, we now have like, now I, yeah, we have two, we are a two charger household. Wow. My other big life improvement was just getting a different charger to have like in like every room. And in fact, I had a real moment. You'll remember this. One of Chris's best friends went through a big breakup (laughs) and stayed with us. And it was like, it was straight out of like a rom-com or a sitcom of this like, you know, like nearly 40 guy sleeping on our couch while I'm super pregnant. And he's like going through this dramatic breakup. And he was like, I remember him saying to us at some point, like, I just like, you guys just have chargers in every room and it just feels really grown up. And like, I just like aspire to that. And it was just this moment of him (laughs) feeling like his entire life had blown up and here we were. And he was so emotionally fragile. Yeah. And it was like, this was the thing that proved that proved that we had our shit together. Like we were married, we were having a baby (laughs) and we had phone chargers in every room. And he was like now starting from scratch in... (laughs) juxtaposed with all of these signs of adulthood. Anyway, sorry, tangential. Okay, something something we need to talk about yeah. before we go. Mm-hmm. Well, two things, really. Okay. This extra bag. Can we so talk about important. the extra bag? You really changed my life uh-huh. with this extra bag. The bag to, to convince yourself, like, we can buy that thing and yes. bring it home. I borrowed yours. Muji mm-hmm. makes this, like, wonderful fold-up tr- bag that, mm-hmm. like, again, you know, I don't know what size, small, like, just size of moleskin, probably. Yeah. And I borrowed yours and it was mm-hmm. so perfect that I bought another one. So um, great. When we were in Japan. Yeah. I have two. And the last time Tidy Tova came over to help me organize, she was like, which one of these are you throwing out? And I was like, neither. Thank you very much. God bless Tidy Tova for her phrasing. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. It's not are you, it's which. Yeah. Which one would you like to keep? You know who else makes a really good one is Paravel. And there's zips, like, zips into itself in the same way like a raincoat does and folds up really flat. And it's a little bit more structured and 
thicker than the Muji one. I honestly, these days travel with both. You just never know. That does feel like a, a natural evolution of this yeah. for you. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 Um, packing cubes. This oh, was, love. I think, where I read your notes and was like, huh. Okay. Different. Uh-huh. I feel like I held out so long for packing. I cannot believe packing you did. I just cubes. assumed you had you had gotten on board because it felt like at some point the rest of the world had. Well, I just didn't feel like my suitcase was disorganized. I didn't feel like things were like not in their place. I felt like things were fine. And then I realized that the packing cubes, for me at least, are just so useful when it comes to unpacking or like organizing when you get to the place That's what I was going to say. That's the organizational element. It's not about like finding stuff in your suitcase. It's that you can keep things organized like in and out of the suitcase. Well, slash like if you're in a place with shelves or like a drawer, like whatever, you can just like put- Drop it in. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what took me like a very long time to get to that. Oh, this thing with my socks and underwear can just be shoved into a drawer and then all my socks and underwear are together in this like weird chest or whatever that like has two big drawers. It just also, I mean, the other sort of like practical things that I'll say are that it's like, it protects from zipper snags, um, your clothes. That was the thing that I was like, I don't, that's not, I, yeah, hadn't thought of that. If your toilet, if your shampoo explodes, it's another layer of protection between your exploded shampoo and your clothes. But I also just have come to rely on them so much that not using them feels like riding in the car without wearing a seatbelt or like mm-hmm, going mm-hmm, in the supermarket without a mask where you're just like, oh, this something feels off and wrong about mm-hmm, this. Mm-hmm, like it just, mm-hmm. like I need some element of control here. I need to put some barriers on. Um, I think some element of control is exactly what you <laughs> seek in your packing process. <laughs> That's true. I do, it is, okay, you know what? You're right because part of it, what I'm really getting at is that you can fit so much stuff in a suitcase. Like you can keep shoving stuff in there, but the packing cube is like, you have to put it in the packing cube and then the packing cube fits inside your suitcase. Like it's like, if it doesn't fit in the packing cube, it's not going. Whereas the suitcase, you can always shove another little extra thing I in there. see. It, 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 the packing cube provides bumpers that you mm-hmm. need. Yeah. Yeah. No, in okay. Many yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, totally, totally, yeah. totally. That's interesting. You I have find, the Bagu ones? I have the Bagu ones okay. and they're very cute. And they're like yeah. a couple different sizes, which is, mm, that it is, comes yeah, with like I a like set that. of a couple. Yeah, I always which, have the big one for my clothes. And then I have a smaller one that is divided into two levels. So one is levels. Yeah. And then, so one is my workout stuff and one is my underwear, bras, socks, whatever. Um, So I have like underwears, bras, socks, and the little one. Mm -hmm. And then PJs, workout clothes, Mm -hmm. swimsuit Mm -hmm. in the other, basically. I had these Muji ones that I love, but they're not online, which I hope does not mean that they're discontinued, but I have always been interested in the Paravel ones, which you can get monogrammed and just are in cute colors and would make a really good gift, honestly. Cute gift. All right. Well, should we leave it show? at that? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the show. If people have thoughts and feelings, they know where to get us. If you had one thing you wanted people to take away, what is the, th- the thing that you think is your most life-changing packing tip? You know, I haven't talked about my carry-on, which we've also talked about on mm, a Thingies episode, but yeah. my Low and Sons OG bag. Yeah. I think having a consistent carry-on that you keep stocked with like various things that you don't have to go digging for every oh, time. Oh, that's interesting we didn't talk about. So you keep the carry-on stocked. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So things like the lint brush and like Kleenex and like that just stays in there. What do I need that to be out? Yeah. Okay. That's already packed. I'll experiment with this. Yeah. Yeah. It's useful. Okay. All right. Anyway. Okay. That's a show. Hi. I have two things for you. I had to 
pause the podcast on your record episode because I wanted to share with you guys something that me and my sweetie are doing with our kids. Uh, we have a two-year-old and a one-year-old and every, he's a little bit older. And so every year I buy a record that I can't stop playing on a repeat for my kids, which sounds really silly, but like Taylor Swift folklore, like was just on repeat with my son for a year. And so anyway, and, and then my sweetie buys a record that has been of importance for him in some time during his life. And then we're creating a record collection for our kids to pass off when, you know, when they leave. Um, and then part two is that I was at an orange theory class the other day and it was the last like minute, you know, where they make you do something stupid and crazy. And it was like one minute of burpees. And I just want to let you both know that I appreciate you allowing me to choose to not do burpees for that final minute. And I just held a boat post. Thank you. Love you both. Long time listener. Appreciate you. Bye. This has been a production of Dear Media, and we are so grateful to the talented team over there for helping us make this podcast happen, especially to our wonderful producer, Ali Slice. You can follow us on Instagram at a thing or two HQ. And if you have ideas for our show or want to advertise, email podcast at a thing or two HQ.com. Find show notes and sign up for our newsletter at a thing or two HQ.com too. If you love the show, consider supporting it by signing up for a secret menu also at a thing or two HQ.com.